right. You come back here. You're not. You come back, Vanguard. You're not leaving again. You come back here. You get back here. Release the hounds. Get them. Get them. Get them. You're gonna regret this. You're gonna regret this, Vanguard. I'm gonna get you. What's up, everybody? How you doing? How you been? We hope that you're safe, sound, at home. You're listening to The War Report. As always, I'm your host, Rajani Rawls, and I'm joined by Cyrus. We are within, I, I forget what week it is. Maybe this is week two uh, or three of quarantine. How are you holding up, Cyrus? Three, I believe. Uh, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> um I'm not having fun here. <laughs> I want to go home. I mean, like, I want to leave my house. Yeah. Um, I miss all my pals. Uh, to, I think uh, recording now, it hurts the most because um, I was supposed to be there at WrestleMania weekend. Um, you know, experiencing all the shows, hanging out with uh, Justin and Mark. Um did like this uh, at this period of time I was supposed to have like the time of my life right now, uh, but it is what it is. Yeah, it's it is WrestleMania weekend. It really doesn't feel like it. It feels like. Are you even amped for WrestleMania even happening? Because like I'm just like, um, I think like usually during WrestleMania weekend, you know, like. Yeah, I'm not doing, like, the usual activities where, like, by Wednesday, I'm hitting up, you know, people just like, hey, yo, like, what indie shows are happening right now? Like, you know, like, the TL isn't buzzing with gifts and stuff like that. Like, uh, WWN is not doing stuff. Evolve is not doing stuff. GCW is not doing stuff. You know, like, a lot of uh, indies that, uh, stuff that, you know, we could possibly do for small callers and stuff like that. So, you know, it's just like I'm not in that like that moment of just watching abundance of wrestling right now. Like I think uh, just this week, I only watch NXT and AEW. You know, but like WrestleMania weekend, I'm like watching everything, and it just didn't happen this time around. You know, due to the corona. Uh, you know what's happening outside. I'm sure everybody knows, but it I is mean- what it is. Wrestling is about to get an off-season, so to speak. I know, like, WWE has taped stuff ahead. AEW has taped stuff ahead in advance. But, like, I guess savor the content now because once these, like, (laughs) tape things are done, then that's it. You're going to be seeing, you know, old takeovers, old pay-per-views, money in the bank. Which isn't isn't bad. I think I'd, I'd enjoy that a lot. Well, safe to say Money in the Bank in May is pretty much, it's a wrap for that. Oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah, Double or or Nothing 2 at the end of May is is probably going to be a wrap for that, too. Let's be honest. And you know what's crazy is that, you know, um, you see people sometimes, like, saying, like, Oh, like maybe like WWE does need an off season, so you know they can like sit back, you know, relax, write some stuff, really think it out, you know, without having you know the pressure of like really keeping us, uh, you know, the story going throughout, you know, the weeks and stuff like that. And it's just like 
you know, this offseason could actually like be super beneficial or, you know, really, really bad, depending like on how like stuff goes. Like, um, I, I, I think, uh, I think a lot of wrestling fans are like getting stuff that they like theorize or, you know, uh, you know, like, just threw out there, like a uh, two two day WrestleMania, like that was just thrown out there in January. Now we got it. It's People like a, saying that uh, it's like a weird Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, where wrestling fans get everything that they want. <laughs> I mean, don't stop now. Throw some crazy stuff out there and see if it works. Because I know people, like you just said. You know, they watch Wrestle Kingdom, they watch the two-day thing, and they're like, the WWE should do that. And guess what? Now it's happening, at, you know, <laughs> today and tomorrow. You know. And then, you know, WWE should have an off-season. Well, now you're forced to have one. Like, it's, you gotta have <laughs> right. one now. Yeah, like, it's you, like you have arm, no choice. Their arm is twisted now. So, um, very weird time. But getting to the shows, uh, I got to give a shout out to Tony Khan because obviously he listens to the show because <laughs> AEW has introduced a new championship. It's the TNT championship. They're going to have a tournament. Yeah. Um, just to run down the matches on it, Cody versus Sean Spears, Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen, Kip Saban versus Dustin Rhodes. And Lance Archer versus Cole Cabana. So my question to you to start this off: How are you going to feel uh, with the Cody and Lance Archer final? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I'm glad that we could agree on with uh, Lance Archer going to the finals. Um, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Um, I was like, I'm very, very excited that this title is being introduced. Um, tournament style, that's fine. That's okay, because I think uh, I, I think the amount of people in the tournament is their mid-card, so like, I'm not like, oh man, why isn't it like longer, or like, why isn't it like G1 style or anything like that? I do like that it's single elimination as well. Um, all I, the, my only really, my own my only real thought about the tournament so far has been like does Darby Allen really need that championship? Because I think he's over his shit without it, you know? And then when he, uh, and I just think like, once he like wins that title, you know, uh, and then he like loses it, I feel like people are going to like get really upset about it. But like right now, like even with no championship, people are like wildly behind Darby Allen. So I don't think he should necessarily win the tournament. I, when I saw the bracket, you know, like I just said, I immediately went, Okay, Cody and Lance Archer is going to be the final. You know, like uh, uh, when when Cody when I saw it, uh, when I saw it, I was just like, man, is Cody going to be in the finals? Because I was just like, that'd be kind of shitty. Well, it might play off what happened this week, where Cody and Darby <laughs> Allen are having like dissension or animosity after that tag match. Uh, I was surprised at first to see that they're going to do Sammy and Darby again, because I'm like. Um, is Darby going to lose? Because I, I don't know if Sammy... Sammy's won a lot singles-wise. But with Darby, mm -hmm. do you have him drop, you know, another loss to Darby and then have Cody and Darby again? I don't know, because I don't see Sean Spears moving on. I don't, I don't see... 
in oh, being yeah, Cody. Uh, so, with saying that, I would say, uh, I, I also think Sammy Guevara is also a person that could afford a loss. Like, I think people are, like, behind him regardless. So, let's say, let's say Darby Allen wins the match. Darby Allen moves forward. Um, him and Cody have that draw, uh, had that draw uh, last year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Cody beat him at the Bash of the Beast yeah. show. So we get uh, we get the rubber match, and then probably uh, Darby Allen takes it. Um, I think uh, <laughs> Darby Allen and Cody is going to be their <laughs> Omega Okada. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, fine, why not? Uh, let me see. I don't have the tournament bracket in front of me, but I feel like uh, it, it could be uh, Darby Allen and like Lance Archer in like the semifinals or something. Well, no, it's uh, it's. Cody and Sean Spears and Sammy Guevara and Darby Allen's in one bracket, and then Kip Saban versus Dustin Rhodes and Lance Archer versus Cole Cabrera is the other bracket. So it, it would be okay. Lance Archer versus any combination of Cody, Sean, Sammy, or Darby, Darby in the finals. Oh, okay. Sorry, I, I just don't have the bracket up right now. Sorry. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I say run run back uh, Darby Allen and Cody. Screw it. I didn't see Cole Cabana going through. Um, Kip Saban, I don't know. Like you're gonna have uh, Lance Archer, I, I and Dustin Rhodes, like two hosses. It's gonna be like a hoss, yeah, semifinal versus you know. I don't know, but uh, if it's a truly a mid card title, like wouldn't you wouldn't Kip yeah. win there? Since Dustin is already kind of yeah. doing the tag team thing. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Cole Cabana not going, uh, not beating Lance Archer. I don't think he should. I think that would be a very poor booking decision. Uh, but yeah, I, I think, uh, I think Dustin will take the loss here. So just going off, like, who do you have winning the, be the first annual TNT champion? Basically their intercontinental uh, title. Kip Saban. I'll go with Kip Saban. Uh, I think, uh. You know, just standard wrestling stuff, like a heel just being a champion and then, then doing the chase. Because I think they really screwed the pooch with having Rio be uh, be the champion. And then, like, nobody like, really chase it. Um, so, I, I think uh, Kim Saban should take it. Also, he, uh, he has an okay attendance record. So, uh, I think he'll be around often. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Lance Archer. Uh, just based off the fact that, like, you have the AEW champion, he's a, uh, a face. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're making Lance Archer a big deal, which you're trying to do, like, he would win. And then maybe have Cody chase him or Darby Allen chase him. So I'll go, I'm going to go with Lance. Not really. Okay. Yeah. I'm not really sure. The second, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I like Lance Archer a lot. Uh, so, uh, I, I wouldn't mind if he won, you know. Um, just because I say Kip Saban doesn't mean I would be mad if uh, there's any other winner. I think the only, like, I think the only possible winners I would be mad at is like if Sean Spears won the title or Cole Cabana, because like I, I just don't feel like those two guys should have it, you know. Um, oh, I do not think that Sean Spears is even advancing <laughs> around in this. I, I like, don't. I, yeah, I, I, I'm just saying, like. Uh, I, I don't feel like 
they should win. Also, like, I don't really think Cole Cabana needs any more championships in his, like, wrestling career, honestly. I think he, I think he's at, like, he's really at the, like, seasoned veteran point where, like, you know, he should, like, really be putting guys over or, you know, uh, whoa, what is it? Uh, the like, building up, helping building guys up and stuff like that. The cash is on his owner role. He's just doing that in the AEW. Yeah, yeah. I want to segue into this because Lance Archer had his first match against Marco Stunt. A lot of people were upset about this uh, more than I Are initially thought. Well, some people <laughs> on Twitter were like upset that Marco Stunt got squashed. And I'm like... What y'all thought was going to happen? <laughs> I don't think... Like, if you... If Marco Stunt had a competitive match against Lance Archer, who you are building up to be this big, like, uh, heel attraction, I would really question the booking of AEW. But they did it right here. He beat the hell out of Marco Stunt. Um, I think that's very confusing that people were just like, oh, why isn't Lance Archer going 50-50 with Marco Stunt? Like, are you serious? <laughs> I saw a picture the other day uh, of them like doing a face off and like I'm not going 50-50 with Marco Stunt. Like I'm sorry. Like I don't I don't think anybody should really be going 50-50 with Marco Stunt. Uh, he's a really he's a really small dude. Um also I'm pretty sure that a lot of people in AEW are familiar with his work in New Japan. So like uh his G1 run last year like everybody dies, buddy. And he's just one of them. Uh, I don't think it really. I don't think it hurts Jungle Express because Jungle Boy and uh, Luchasaurus are really, yeah, are really the uh, like the anchors of that team. So whatever, I don't care. Well, I mean, Stunt, like he, I, I think he played uh, he played his role very well here, and that's all that you know we could really ask him for. It's just. They've been doing this on AEW Dark. Uh, they've been having guys go against Jake Hager and then like Moxley, like small indie guys who basically get squashed. Like they get maybe a little instance of offense in, like Marco did here. But this reminded me of like the old WWF days where like they had superstars where you have the big attraction and they go against the. I don't want to say Marcus Stunt's a nobody, but like a lower level wrestler, and they squash him. I'm okay with that. You got to show that Lance Archer's strong. Yeah. You know? They do. They literally do it with every wrestler. So, like, this is wrestling 101 stuff here. Yeah, this is very <laughs> old timey booking for wrestling. Like, come on. Like, I, 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 I'll always say it, man. Like, people act like they've never seen wrestling before. And it, it, it's ridiculous. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to weep over Marco Stunt here. I think uh, the role, you know, that he was positioned in for the Lance Archer match is definitely the role that he should be playing in in a lot of matches. You know, um, I think, uh, and I think like when he did the match against uh, what is it against the Inner Circle on the Jericho Cruise, like I think that was perfect for him. You know. Yeah, I mean, like, everybody in wrestling, whether it be WWE or AEW, MLW, New Japan, there are certain roles. Like, everybody can't be the top star. Like, it's just like any other sport. Like, some people are role players, some people are stars. 
Marco Stunt is what he is, you know? Yeah, like, um, it, it, it is what it is. Like, I, I won't weep for Marco Stunt. I think he's fine. Uh, like, I don't think it really hurts his character. Um, Jungle, Jungle, uh, Jungle Boy and uh, Luchasaurus will always, like, I'm sure, surely, if they were there, probably would have had, like, a better chance or something And that. I'm pretty sure that's a story that they can go with. But, like, come on, guys, this is Lance Archer. This is Lance Archer. So Kenny Omega's uh, single run continues. I think that he's having somebody. I saw somebody I was talking on Twitter with, and they said that they feel that right now he's the best wrestler of the year, basically for matches. And you know what? You can make that argument. The problem is, like, he had another good match with Trent here. It went 20 minutes. The problem is that I read an injury report. He has a torn labrum in his shoulder. And he's gonna try Ouch. to he's gonna try to like work through that, but eventually Oh like, no. This yeah. this is the perfect time to take time off. <laughs> oh yeah, it's forced time off. Like if, if you read, you know, when they were basically recording a QT Marshall's uh, compound in Georgia like the authorities came and tried to shut it down. Now they had an exemption. They had to keep taping and it. Apparently they taped enough for a couple months, but a torn labor, like that's, you need surgery. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. Like elite, like surgery or at least rest at home. Oh, he's definitely going to have to be doing that. Like that's, um, yeah, Kenny, if you listen to this, man, that is not something that you want to do. Uh, you know, with this whole pandemic stuff, this is absolutely the perfect time to take time off. And nobody would, like, be none the wiser or, you know, be upset, especially, you know, if you have a torn, uh, you know, a torn muscle in your shoulder or something like that. You know? So how do you feel about... Kenny Omega's run here. So, do you? Um, would you compare it to like that? Match, that new this Japan match with Trent. Oh n- no, because I would say uh, the level of competition or like the level of competitors that he that he has in New Japan are far better than the ones that he, uh, in AEW. Which I think is my real problem with Kenny Omega being there, because like I, I just don't think like. Uh, Sorry, I just don't feel like the, the like the talent there is like, you know, really there. You know, uh, like I don't think Kip Saban is up there with your. Oh shit! I don't think he's up there with Hiroki Goto. You know, um, but like this match with Trent made me go. Maybe Kenny Omega isn't washed. <laughs> um. This is probably, uh, if you know me, I'm not. I'm not particularly a big fan of Trent. I just don't know what it is. Um, ever ever since I saw him in, uh, ever since I saw him at uh, Wrestle Kingdom with Rocky Romero, I just never been really with it. Um, but I, I really like the match here. Like, I, I, I liked it a lot. Uh, just. This is a really good match. Like, <laughs> surprisingly really good. Well, I mean, like, Kenny had this year, he had, you know, a 30-minute Ironman match with Pac, and then, of course, the Gumbucks. Uh, 
match, and then you had Sammy Guevara. Like, that was all this year. Uh, tag match with Lucha, uh, Brother, uh, tag match Lucha Brothers. Now, I mean, do I think that he basically is one of the best this year? I'll, I'll say that. But do I think that it is comparable to, like, the New Japan run that really got into New Japan as he was gearing up to fight Okada for the first time for the title? No. I feel that that Kenny, if you go back in those matches and those G1 matches, even some of the G1 matches afterwards, like, he was on another level. You know, I he, I, that might be, and I think Justin has said it too, that, that that might be one of the best runs of all time, but yeah, I kind of agree, I kind of um, agree I, with you. With you, uh, go ahead. I I agree with you, basically saying that the competition level in AEW is not what it really is, in <clears throat> like a New Japan. Like it's not. He's not fighting mm-hmm. Tanahashi. He's not fighting Okada. He's not fighting guys like that. Even though he fought Trent there. Uh, they have Pac, but it's not, you know, basically comparable there. Yeah. Uh, also, it's like uh, with New Japan, like he, like his run alone, I think uh, it really like got that Western, like got a lot of the Western audience over there, you know. And I don't, I don't, I don't really think. Um, I don't think his AEW run is going to, like, change AEW, really. Because, um, you know, quote-unquote, ratings-wise, you, like, you know, they're still, like, at the same place that they're usually, like, they usually are, um, you know, just below the millions and stuff like that. But I believe, like, his run in New Japan alone, like, really did, like, wonders for that company. Like, it really changed stuff for them uh, around that time. So, like, I, I, I just, like, I think... You know the singles run that he's currently having in in AEW lacks impact. Well, he's one of the, he's still one of their most popular guys. Like oh, yeah, absolutely. Ra- ratings. I especially now I kind of discount because we're in a pandemic. Like if you're yeah. really like saying like you know ratings up and down and it gauges the quality of the show. There's no crowd. Uh, people mm-hmm. are understandably worried about more pressing things within the pandemic. We've never really lived through this before. Uh, I mean, Kenny Omega has done wonders for Hangman Page, you know, and I give credit to Hangman Page too with this whole character thing and going with uh, the elite, but like his injection into the tag team thing, like breathe new life, which I thought was, you know, it was basically Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks, but I'm enjoying this Omega Hangman storyline. Uh, I, I like. Yeah. Hopefully, Kenny gets some rest, and you know, please, um, like, yeah. There, like, uh, like there, there, there's no reason why he should really be pushing himself like this. Uh, really, like, uh, and I think. Um, you know, people that are letting him go out there and, like, really work with that, uh, it, you know, r- rumored, but, like, you know, if they're, like, letting him go out there with his torn shoulder, like, I think that's really messed up, you know. Um, 
guy should be caring about his well-being. You know, there's a lot of guys that could take his place. There's a lot of matches that can happen instead. You know, uh, I'm really glad that this match with ha- uh, with Trent did happen. But, like, you know, if he's potentially still, like, you know, if he's potentially going to get himself really hurt, I, I wouldn't like that at all. Like, well, so on the, on the, the last side, thing I want him to do to vacate, you know? On the bright side, they did tape a bunch of stuff. So, like, it's not that they're not doing stuff live anymore. So he mm-hmm. can rest. Uh, you know, whatever his pain threshold is, that's up to him. Is you know maybe he just kind of wanted to go through. I will see in the next two months because apparently they had months worth of taping. We don't know if you know whenever this social distancing and things get lax or lifted. But I mean, I'm glad that he gets to rest that shoulder. You know, God forbid if it really is a torn yeah. labrum, that's crazy. Uh, basically going into like double or nothing. I don't really know if you can get surgery right now, uh, but. I uh, I wouldn't recommend getting surgery, but I'd recommend, you know, just putting his arm in a sling or something and, you know, until, like, the curve gets flattened a bit, you know, then go and, uh, you know, seek some help. Brody Lee and the Dark Order promo seemingly, you know, teasing Vince again. Yawn, 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 yawn. This, this is not what I wanted from Brody Lee. This well, this is absolutely not what I wanted. <laughs> well, I mean, I my problem with that is with Dark Order. I thought that it was getting its stride. You know what I mean? Like the whole mm-hmm. when they were doing the whole Exalted One build up. I'm like, okay, I'm digging this. But the last two weeks with Brody Lee because he could speak. Like I, if you listen to. Uh, you know, the Talk is Jericho podcast, this guy's intelligent. Uh, but now it seems that the Dark Order is just seem, seem to be in like a WWE parody. And I don't want that from that. You know, like it, it was one of the best things that they had going. And now, like, with teasing at Vince, it's just like, all right, now all of this is getting lost. Yeah, I, I feel like. Uh... They're really getting their stride going with the build of the Exalted One. You know, a lot of stuff with SEU and stuff like that. Like, they, they're getting a lot of momentum build up, you know. And then they got Brody Lee, and they like, they skyrocketed at that point, you know. Like, and then, like, you know, since then, it's just been going downhill with just, like, you know, I like, I understand if they wanted to stall for time, you know, or something. But, um... This is this is this is not what I wanted from Brody Lee. Um, like, you know, if you if you like the promos, go ahead. But like, you know, do you? But I would like my wrestlers to wrestle and not be bitter about their old job or you know poke fun at their old job. Like I don't, I, I just don't care. I just want to see him wrestle. Like I want to see if he got it. You know, show us what we've been missing. Cause the these boardroom, you know. Uh, where he's basically being like, uh, like a bad, horrible boss. Like I don't, I, don't, I just don't care. I just don't feel that. I mean, you could take these boardroom meetings another way too, but I just don't feel at this point that AEW either needs to do this. Like they don't, you know, with every WWE guy that they get, you don't need to poke fun at them. It's just uh, like also like. Uh, 
it, it, it I feel like it kind of like uh like is 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 doing something like I think I think it's really like uh what is it? It's hurting the work that Evil Uno and Stu Grayson has done to this point, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like they 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 build it a lot of stuff and then now Brody Lee comes, you know, chopping away with, you know, haha, WWE, haha, Vince parody, haha, and it was just like, all right, but like you guys were like really getting your stride, like even wrestling wise. You know, like you got like they were so far away from, you know, what happened at uh New Year's for them, you know? Like you you remember when they were literally like the laughing stock of wrestling? Like Well is that that promo and then the whole like forever. Yeah, the punches that, you know, that video that went around. Yeah, it was that December or January uh, show. It, it does feel like forever. It, it's like filled worlds and worlds away. And they really rehabbed the whole Dark Order thing. And I'm still interested in it. Uh, it's still early. But I just think that you could use Brody Lee better than just kind yeah. of. Haha, like, this is Vince McMahon. This is the stories that we've heard. You know, time and time yeah. again, of him not wanting people to sneeze, and you know, I just you could use him better. And uh, I, I just feel uh, like I, I will give him a slight pass because I feel like you know, this whole pandemic situation, uh, you know, kind of did interfere with plans, and I understand that. Like, I understand, you know, if uh, the the whole coronavirus thing did stop plans that you have with Brody Lee or, you know, have as many people on the roster, like, um, but like maybe debuting Matt Hardy, Brody Lee and Lance Archer all in like one month. I feel like that probably like shouldn't have really like been a thing. I think with that, did any of us, any of us really foresee kind of, because you got to think, like, they debuted at the beginning of, like, well, the middle of March. Did any of us really foresee us being on lockdown to the point where, like, they wouldn't be able to take shows? Yeah, right. So, I, mm-hmm. I mean, while you could have staggered them, if you didn't, uh, you there's no telling that, you know, you'd be able to do it at all or, or anything at mm-hmm. that point because – Pay-per-view, I don't know if Double or Nothing 2 is going to happen. You know, like, fans might be itching to go out there, but you never know. Like, without a vaccine or any, like, treatments and stuff, you know, if cases go down, they're still out there. So, I I don't know. So, you, I I feel like you got to do what you can in the time that you have. And, but they just got to just do it a little better. Like, Brody Lee can be utilized... Uh, I, I like him as a wrestler, uh, for what I've seen. Like you just utilize him better in promos. Like uh, I want, I, I I want the weird cult stuff again. You know, like I I want the recruitment stuff. You know, like everything that they were doing before with like the video packages and stuff like that. Like that stuff was like kind of really cool. Um, you know, them going up to, you know, quote-unquote jobbers and being like, hey, you want to, like, be something? Because, like, you know, we can make you something. Uh, like, that like that was cool. Like, you know, uh, 
you know, uh, pe uh, messing with people's like temptations or, you know, uh, their uh, insecurities and stuff like that, you know, like a real cult, you know, and but like now that got lost, that's getting lost with, um, you know, recreating weird Vince stories that they uh, that's been told around the world. Like it is what it is. One more thing before we get off the AEW thing, because there's plenty to talk about NXT. Uh, Matt and Nick Jackson did a video. And one thing that I thought was pretty peculiar was uh, basically, you know, Nick and Matt talking about like the uh, him getting attacked, and he's saying that he doesn't remember. Now I think it leaves it open ended that it may not actually even be the inner circle. It may actually be Hangman Page that did it. Or something like that, or to create doubt. Do you think that they're going to go this route, or it's going to be the inner circle? Um, if it was Matt Jackson, I would say Hangman did it. Um, because in in their match that they had, he seemed you know he's the more emotional one. He seems to have the more you know the most animosity towards uh, Hangman Page. So I would completely understand, you know, if he, he did it. Uh, but it was Nick, so I, I will go with uh, Inner Circle. I think I'm going to go with Hangman Just to shake things up a bit, I'm going to go with Hangman Page. I yeah. think that, like, eventually he's going to split. Uh, I don't know when the payoff is going to happen now because, you know, I would have pegged it like having a double or nothing too, or or blood and guts because I don't. That's another match where like they're gonna hold off and rightfully so. You got to do that with a crowd, but I think Hangman is probably gonna get revealed to be the guy who attacked Nick, uh, or if not that, you know something's gonna happen where he brutally attacks Matt and stuff like that. That heel turn is gonna happen soon. Yeah. Uh. uh I thought it would happen after uh, Blood and Guts, you know. Um, I feel like there would be a lot of cooperation issues because, like, he already has that with Kenny Omega already. So I doubt, like, he wouldn't have that with people he doesn't, you know, necessarily like right now. Um, we, we'll just have to see where the story goes. Um, I'm with it. All right, let's talk a little NXT. So... Uh, I wanted to start off with the women. Shoti Blackheart, she had quite the showcase, didn't she? Four eliminations. Uh, I don't know if people were, you know, crying that Aaliyah got eliminated. She was going to, you know, I felt like she was going to lose. <laughs> yeah, uh, Aaliyah didn't get her time to shine. But, I mean, they already have, a, uh, you know, your EC3 in the match. So, I don't think Aaliyah needs to be there. Well, I wonder who you're referring to to be the EC3. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure, uh, you know, if you listen to the past episodes, you know how I feel. Um, but yeah, um, I think uh, just like in the order of the gauntlet, uh, how the gauntlet went, I think Aaliyah showed up at like a, uh, a pretty good time. Like she didn't like get eliminated first or anything. Uh, I think she got a lot of offense in because uh, uh, Shazi Blackheart was winded. So I think that was really cool. Uh, I think that we pretty much you know conceded that Dakota Kai was going to move on like it, yeah. it, that, that was a given she uh, should have been in the match like anyway <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, that was pretty much going to happen even though I think 
they're doing the right thing with Shoti. Like she, you know, obviously she's going to be the next big thing as a baby face yeah. in that division. Uh, so the women's ladder match for the number one contender spot is going to happen next week. Who do you have winning? Uh, well, my perception is skewed because I don't know if Charlotte's going to win the title or not. Um, we'll find out either but, today uh, or tomorrow. Yeah. So, uh, whatever predictions, uh, I'll probably go with, um, I, like, I really want to say Dakota Kai, but I feel like her blood feud with Tegan Knox is, like, at the uh, Johnny Gargano or, you know, Tommaso Ciampa level, where it's, like, it's no, no longer really about the title. It's just, like, I want you to feel pain. Uh, but she already did that uh, at the, uh, the at the latest takeover, and I feel like her next victim should be Rhea Ripley. Um and they could just play that video package over and over where uh, she just goes, uh, where Rhea Ripley goes, like, you just didn't make the cut or whatever. Um, so I'm, uh, I want to say, say Dakota Kai. I'm gonna I think go, I made a good case for it. So, yeah, I'll say Dakota Kai. Well, you could do the whole Tegan Knox thing because, you know, with the Mae Young Classic, uh, there's that dynamic between her and Rhea Ripley with her getting hurt. You do that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Io Shirai because she is too popular for you to <laughs> keep like, all right, maybe she wins it. Maybe she doesn't. I think right now you pull the trigger. Uh, Rhea Ripley, I think her title reign, uh, I, I do predict that she's going to be Charlotte. I think that's going to be her, basically her crowning achievement, like her linchpin for her being title holder. But after that, you could have, I I don't know when the next takeover is going to be, but you can have a long feud where it leads to her dropping the title to Io Shirai because I think Io is the next one up. I think she needs to have a title reign. It would be pretty dope. She, you know, everybody loves her. And before she moves on to Raw or SmackDown, I think that she needs to do that. Rhea is Rhea is Rhea Ripley. She's a badass. But I think mm-hmm. you know you can make maybe have her have the two time champion, or you can maybe move her on, you know, and continue to feud with Charlotte or something like that. But yeah, I'm gonna go with Io. Yeah. Okay. And and I mean, uh, you know. Uh, like I, I like it does affect my decision, but like the WWE doesn't necessarily have to do you know heel versus face thing. Um, but I feel like if let's say Charlotte wins the title and then Io Shirai wins, Io is automatically the baby face. Oh yeah, <laughs> like e- even like with her her gimmick and like her intensity and all that. Like once Charlotte is in the mix, like. She's automatically a face. So I wouldn't be opposed to her winning. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll see. I don't know. That's the thing with WrestleMania. Like, I don't know where <laughs> where <laughs> Rhea and Charlotte is going to be on the card yet. They, I don't think they've announced, like, the eight matches that are going to be today I, or Sunday. I think uh, I think it'll be Sunday. Uh, A-Show did their predictions of, like, uh, who uh, who's going to do the thing. But I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be Sunday. Yeah, put it on Sunday. Yeah, put it on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, fuck it, why not? 
Dexter Loomis and Jake Atlas. People were pissed. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> People were very angry at J- Jake Atlas losing here. Uh, they, I think uh, certain someone said that Jake Atlas should have been the, went to AEW and he would have been a big deal. You got to understand here with any NXT person like coming in, they always lose unless they're like a Shinsuke Nakamura or something like that. I'm okay. 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 My thing is, is that Dexter Loomis has been, you know, doing these matches before, like he's been on the show before. So I think, uh, I, I like he disappeared for a little bit, but like, I think it would be like messed up to just have him come back and then lose to Jake Atlas. Also like, Jake Atlas might have lost, but maybe the match was supposed to favor Dexter Loomis. Uh, maybe he will be featured more. Like you're, you know, you're rooting for Jake Atlas, you know, hoping that he'll win, but you weren't looking at the dude that was already on TV before. You know, you weren't looking at the guy that already had his video packages. You're not looking at the guy that is pretty decent in ring. You know, um, also like. People say, say it's a squash, but you can look at the highlights on WWE's YouTube and see that it's a little longer than five minutes. And longer than five minutes to me means squash. I mean, I mean uh, yeah, not squash. So it was. It wasn't a squash, but it, he he got beat pretty quick. <laughs> like, I, I do. How do you feel about Dexter Loomis's character? I think he's. Uh, spooky like he's very dark i like his character a lot uh i just think like uh his appearance is a little weird um like uh no like i think like uh his his like big tattoo that's just like all black like there's not really anything there it's kind of just like a black like uh it's just it's just dark you know <laughs> like the tattoo artist just said fuck it i'm gonna waste ink um but like i i I do like his presentation. Like uh, when he first came out, he had like the gloves and shit. It had like a very chainsaw massacre kind of like feel. Like um, the he, music. Uh, yeah, the music. Like he's a spooky dude, and I like it. He, he looks. He, he's Brian Fury from Tekken. Yeah. Uh, it, if Dexter Loomis could do a really good laugh. <laughs> Sign me the fuck up. Brian Fury's in NXT. Fuck AEW. <laughs> wow. Jake Atlas will be fine, man. Uh, he's a great performer. Yeah. There, you know, it just takes time. Also, I think, uh, like, I, I, I don't want to, like, you know, be disrespectful here, but, um, you know, I think uh, Jake Atlas has been around for a really long time. So, like, if they wanted to transition him into a coach, like, I think NXT would be better for it. Like, uh, I, you know, he does, uh, he's done a lot of great stuff in the indies and stuff like that. And like, usually people don't appear on TV this fast. <laughs> so, uh, that's good on his part. And also like, he could just, he could come back whenever and come back strong, you know? Yeah. I just don't like, it's weird because a lot of people are saying, like, you know, the WWE was, like, disrespecting the LGBT community. And I'm like... It, that's also when they say, like, you know, Vince McMahon is racist because uh, Kofi Kingston lost the title or, like, a black person didn't win the title. Like, it's no longer the race angle. It's the, uh, you know, uh, 
uh, I don't even know how to, what to call it here, but, uh, you know, the discrimination angle, you know, um, or homophobic angle, whatever. It doesn't matter. Like, uh, Jake Atlas is fine. Um, I'm a big Jake Atlas fan. It's just that, like, I don't, I don't even think the guy, I've watched, you know, that put this into the world even watches a Jake Atlas match, you know? So that that's where that's where i'm taking it <laughs> well it's just that like i, I don't want to downplay in anything but at the same time i've watched enough nxt to see like how they interject guys into the brand and well one it was weird because i think jake atlas had uh kaylee ray's music i was like oh i've heard this before but then that's you know, i i don't think they're gonna they're gonna do him dirty i i they see what Jake Atlas has and see, give them, give them a, a couple weeks, guys. Like, you know what I mean? Like, one loss does not shoot a star down from the sky. You know, he will be fine. And Dexter Lewis like, has I, literally been there for six months. Yeah. Um, said it, uh, I said it earlier in this episode. The people just act like they've never seen wrestling before. Um, it, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so, wanted to move on. Keith Lee, Dominic Dijakovic, and Damian Priest. They had the match for the NXT uh, North American title. Of course, Keith Lee was wins as as we thought that was going to happen. Where did they go from here? He beat Dom again. Uh. <laughs> How many times have you pinned down? Um, like four or five times now? Right. Um, I think this is where we could finally get the Keith Lee versus uh, Damian Prey singles match. Um, and just shoo Dom away. Like, I don't, like, I, I, I never felt like they needed to go back to this well, regardless. Um, like, I felt like Damian Priest should have always won that match. Uh, but maybe we could finally get there now. Because Damian Priest didn't get pinned, and you know, if you've seen wrestling before, that's a viable excuse. <laughs> so, yeah, we uh, we we get the Damian Priest singles match. Uh, does he take it or not? Who knows? Um, but we'll just have to see when we get there. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, okay, let's move Dom to Raw or SmackDown or something. Or, yeah, you know, uh, he, just move him away from the North American title scene. Like, uh, like I don't want to say it, like I'm tired of seeing him and Keith Lee, but like the you, but like go face somebody else. <laughs> yes, please. Like, but there's enough matches for him to have on Raw or SmackDown. Uh, Keith Lee, like, if there's enough talent in NXT where Keith Lee can have different matches against different people. I agree with you. Damian Priest is the next guy. And I think they need to have a feud with. Uh, I call him Boss Boss Voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need the title because you know, bring me prestige yeah. uh, upon our cards. Uh, I, I need the money. Uh, I need the money in the holes, man. Cough up the title. Mm-hmm. I, I like that mentality, man. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they could easily transition to a singles match. Um, the match that they had on the show was uh, okay. Like I didn't think it was anything crazy, really. 
I just felt like I've seen it before. You know, like three yeah, really athletic, have. three really <laughs> athletic big men, big men going off, and it's not that like it's not great, but at the same time, it's just like, all right, cool, I've seen this, you know, combination before, and let's move on. Let's have somebody else for Keith. Yeah, like uh, I do. I like I do. Lo- I do like that the North American title scene just became like the like the host division. Like I think that's really <laughs> nice. Um. But like here, like I, I I've seen it all, you know. Well, like yeah, I kind of seen it all, like the to- the topes and stuff, uh, you know, all the top rope stuff. Like that's all fine and dandy, uh, you know, the power stuff from Keasley. Like it, it, it's whatever at this point. Like I, I just give me the uh, the Damian Priest and Keasley singles match, and we'll see if they can like do something different. Cause like a lot of matches that feature. Uh, Dom and uh, Keith Lee in the match kind of tend to do the same stuff. Yeah, I. I mean, I'm trying to think of a guy that could fight Keith Lee. Uh, I mean, well, when you get past Damian Priest, Cam. When you get past, go ahead. Uh, Cam and smaller guys back in. Kushida. <laughs> Kushida. Yeah. yeah, Kushida. Um. Kona Reeves, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Swerve, Scott, Austin Theory. Uh, you know, they're like we can start uh, putting smaller, uh, smaller guys back in it again, and like I'm, I'm pretty sure nobody would like really, you know, bat an eye. You know, Austin Theory is about to have a WrestleMania match, man. Uh, how how blessed has he been? <laughs> <laughs> you know, for 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 the Rona, bro. Oh, that is the quickest, you know, call hey, up. man. Well, we, AJ Styles, bro, he, he, he didn't even have to do NXT. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it is what it is. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure uh, people will, you know, get upset and stuff like that. But, like, please understand the circumstances that we are in. Um understand that Andrade uh, has a rib injury, which really sucks. Because um, I'm pretty sure now he has to vacate the title. Um, it is what it is. Yeah, awesome theory at Angel Garza, man. Like, that's WrestleMania. Blessed. Really blessed. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I know people have like a skewed uh, perception of him, or you know, uh, because like he missed Montez Ford uh, on Raw, but like, me, you know, uh, that, that was Montez it. Ford was really in it. He was really, he was really feeling it. But you could like, <laughs> you could see that he was still on the floor, bro. He's just said, "Fuck it, you got, you got four seconds to get up off your feet." <laughs> That's uh, that that spot is insane. That bump was insane. <laughs> you just heard it, the splat. Like it's just crazy. Right. I wanted to talk a little bit about NXT UK. Yes, I did. Yes, NXT UK had yeah. a show, and I think this is probably their last one for the foreseeable future because I don't know how much they've taped. But um, yeah. just to touch on a couple things, your girl Jenny. I'm glad and I watched your girl Jenny and Kaylee Ray beat Piper Niven and Danny Luna. I don't know who Dana Luna is, <laughs> but she, she was really good at that match. I, I'm a fan. 
I went, uh, oh, also, uh, AEW had a match with, uh, Hikaru Shida versus, uh, somebody J. I'm so, oh, man. Sarah, I think. Uh, no, it's not Sarah J. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I wasn't, I wasn't saying Sarah J. I, <laughs> um, I forgot her name, but, like, I'm a fan. I'm with it completely. Like, uh, I, I, I really like the best that she had with Hikaru Shida, like, both, uh, AEW and NXT just, put two people I've never seen before, and I'm a very large fan of them uh, already going forward. I thought uh, the match against... Um, I, I, I thought in the tag match, like, it was kind of weird. Like, it, it seems like uh, Luna has, like, more fire and hatred towards Kaylee Ray than uh, Piper Niven does. So, like, may, maybe she's going to be inserted into the title scene next because, yeah, uh, I don't know. It, it seemed weird for Piper Niven in there. Um, her name, oh, by the way, is Anna J. She, Anna J. with two Ys. Yeah, uh, and I agree with you. I, I really liked her there. They need to, they need to sign her if they can. They, uh, yeah. Um, I don't care how long this uh, pandemic goes for. Uh, send her the send her the contract, bro. <laughs> yeah, you can just really get the nice. e. Really nice. You can get the e signature now. Like we're we're in twenty first yeah. century. Send that Adobe. I mean. I mean, they were texting CM Punk uh, contracts. I feel like they could text her one. <laughs> that wasn't the only uh, women's match either because I had Brookside and Amale uh, had a match, even though it was really, really quick. It was good to see Zaya there. Yeah. Maybe they, you know, build up Zaya Brookside kind of uh, being another baby yeah. face that challenges Kaylee Ray if Piper Niven doesn't. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about real quick the twenty man number one contender battle royal. I thought it went. Oh, okay, wait. Okay, go ahead. Do you want to talk about everybody that was in it or just the finish? Because I just Shit. want to talk about the finish. I just <laughs> want to talk about the finish. Like all I'm saying is, like I thought it went on a little too long mm-hmm. for it going twenty nine minutes. I was just like, okay, like you could you like, could dump some of these guys, you know. Uh, tw- twenty men. And Seven. it was damn near as long as a fucking Royal Rumble match <laughs> with 30 men. They were like, nobody said, uh, go home, go home. And somebody definitely mm-hmm. did needed to do that in the first match. So Ilya Dragunov and Tyler Bay was the final two. Ilya Dragunov wins. He's he's obviously going to fight, you know, Walter. How you feel? Orphan Balor. Orphan Balor, whenever they have that match, what, November? Uh, <laughs> yeah, because uh, that NX, that takeover got moved to November. So what? Yeah, that is so long. It's gonna be a lot of build up. Gonna be long. Uh, no, never damn. mind. It's, it got postponed into October twenty fifth. That doesn't make it better. <laughs> it's one more month. Oh my god! Yeah. Jesus. So, um. <laughs> nah, they have to have like title matches on tapings. No way they can. No way you could hold off that long. Jesus Christ! If they could even tape, they may not even be able to tape. That is so long. So Ilya Dragunov is the number one contender, but uh, 
I don't think they did any taping, so it's going to be, you know, going to be a while to see any payoff. Wow, that stinks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Ilya all dragging off wins, I guess. Uh, I J- just like on him, I'm not. Uh, I'm still not particularly a big fan yet. I, well, I don't think I'm a big fan. Uh, I don't think I will ever become a big fan because I don't think he's going to change anything. Uh, like I think it's working for him, but it's not working for me. So you know, he doesn't have to you know change. Um, I'm not with it. So <laughs> I know you're not a, a big Ilya fan. Have to, I'm gonna forget about it next week because uh, you know nothing's gonna happen until uh, October. <laughs> yeah, we should, or whenever like the pandemic eases. Like it, it's funny, like we start talking about NXT UK, and then like this is the last show <laughs> for a while. Jesus. Yeah, October 25th. October. Jesus, that is a very long time. <laughs> Um. Uh. Well, good on good on Dragon off, bro. Uh, either get your get your chest caved in or your fucking titties chopped off. Damn. Uh, pick your fate, cause I don't see him winning. <laughs> I mean, you got a little triple threat situation there. You got you know him versus Finn versus Walter. You could probably do. Uh, I don't know. Uh, they got a booking conundrum there because they got some time to even try to do that. That is such a that is a very very long time. Well, well, you know. Uh, good luck to them. Huh? <laughs> so next week, uh, for NXT at least, you're going to have Gargano versus Ciampa. I, I'm pretty sure that's going to go long. Uh, and then you have mm-hmm. the women's ladder match for the number one contender. So you have, you know, something to look forward to for NXT. I, I mean, Gorgano versus Ciampa, before we get out of here, who do you think wins? Um, Actually, I'm going to give you a two-part question. Who do you think wins? And do you think, do you think that Killer Cross uh, debuts here? Um, yes to the debut. And um, I really feel like Chompa should win this match, man. I'm going to go with yes. And I'm going to go with Gargano. Okay. I think, I mean, reluctantly going with Gargano. I don't know. You know, it, it kind of plays off the whole story of Ciampa kind of stabbing him in the back first. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm not on anybody's particular, particular side yeah, at all. Know, you know, cause, and I'm sure it's going to be well, it's going to be another great match. Yeah, like, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm just uh, positive that Ciampa and Gorgano, well, uh, Champa wins. Johnny uh, Johnny goes up uh, to anything. I don't really care. Um, but I'm telling you, if I see, if if I still if the match is still going on and I see Killer Cross do an interference, that's it. I'm turning on the match. That is that is 
<laughs> that that is that is the deal breaker for me. I do not. I need a definitive finish here. I need no shenanigans. I, I think they are probably as eager to end this feud for a long time as we are. And I think we're going to get a definitive finish before Killer Cross comes and like beats up whoever. whoever like, it, if if he shows up before the finishing bell, <laughs> uh, that should get an auto zero stars. I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, man. It would be interesting to see, man, because... Please don't elongate this feud. Please don't elongate this feud even more. Don't go back on your word, Triple H. Don't do it. Okay. All right, that's our show for this week. Uh, enjoy WrestleMania. It's going to be weird, and I'm sure. But just we all need something to enjoy right now, so enjoy that. As, yeah. all, as always, you can follow us at RNC Radio Live on Twitter, Instagram, or wherever. Like, Subscribe, like. Uh, spot callers. We, uh, you have you, you're talking about the Cinderella tournament and stardom mm-hmm. is a really good listen. Uh, we also have off, you know, the a show listen to that before you watch WrestleMania. Uh, they do their predictions there. It's a nice long prediction show. Have a new episode of the big eyes podcast talks about uh zip man, a demon slayer. Mm-hmm. What the black variant they talk about because everything's at a standstill right now, so comics are, have ceased for a point. That sucks. <laughs> which which really that, sucks. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. been uh, movies, a lot of delays. I know Disney just announced yesterday that there's a whole slew of delays that they're moving to 2021. Uh, recalling Saul. Got a new episode for that. Meals is back with It's a Challenge. We got the first responders. They talk about Party Next Door's album and then the producer battles that happened. Got something for everybody there. So we can't go anywhere. We're all quarantined. Give us a listen. <laughs> give, a, give us a follow. Uh, Absolutely. So for myself and Cyrus, we will, you know, we hope you're safe and we will welcome you back here next week.